0: Hello, you're listening to Shut Up and Watch This, episode number 75. I'm Dave. I'm Ashley. We're a couple in Austin, Texas, getting to know each other better by uncovering each other's movie and pop culture blind spots and sharing our must-see movies and guilty pleasures from the past. Each episode, one of us chooses something that usually the other person has never seen or encountered, listened to, witnessed, taken heed of.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right?
0: Usually these tend to be movies or television series. That's true. We have not done an episode on, say, a board game or a video game or a podcast. We, we haven't made a podcast about a podcast.
1: Oh. Well, we need to get meta then, I think.
0: I guess I should finally do Joe Frank work in progress. Okay. However, <laughs> this time, it was Ash- Ashley's turn
1: it was my turn.
0: To choose the media property that we were to investigate.
1: That's right. <laughs> so, and I chose Hellboy 2, the Golden Army, which Dave had not seen, I believe, before. No.
0: Dave had not seen it. And before. you had
1: also not seen the first Hellboy, as right. No,
0: because we had a conversation the other yeah. night about whether you should show me the first Hellboy or the second Hellboy. Yeah. Explain your reasoning for why we chose the second one when I don't know anything about Hellboy.
1: Well, so... One, I I didn't think that you needed to see the first one in order to appreciate all that's going on in Hellboy 2. But also... I don't know. It's just so... There's so much, like, Guillermo del Toro-ness in the second one. And, I mean, they're both directed by Guillermo del Toro, so it's... It's not like there's a difference in director or anything, but I just felt like this one was more original. The original, the the first one is you know more based directly on the comics. The second one is based on a story that uh, Del Toro developed with Mike Mignola, who who's the who writer the comic. Of, of 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 Hellboy. So so, it's like a true collaboration between the comic book artist and the director in writing the story, and 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 they got to sort of explore things that they were passionate about at the time, and not be tied to the like canon of this you know thing that by this time Mike Mignola had been worked on for you know who knows how long you know fifteen years. I've never or something read the like comic. That. I'm not familiar. Yeah, with I haven't the comic. read the comic either. Still. Um, but I really liked the first movie and we should definitely go back and see it, but I felt like this one was more up our alley as far as... first
0: of all, we can judge the success of this week's mission by the fact that I would like to go back and see the first movie. (laughs) I love Guillermo del Toro. Mm. I am not a completist. I haven't, I still haven't seen, maybe I've seen half of his movies. Yeah but I haven't seen everything, but I'm definitely at the point where I want to see everything. Yeah. And um, we have
1: four of his movies. These, this is a podcast about blind spots and these are
0: completely in my blind spot. I Mm -hmm. vaguely remember seeing the trailers years ago in the movie theater. I think the first one came out in 2004. Yeah. And the second one didn't come about until 2008, but in Guillermo del Toro's timeline, it's like, it's like a doctor (laughs) who episode. Uh, he had just done Pan's Labyrinth, yes, which we did on this out. podcast yeah, um, last year or the year before. Mm. Um, so go back and listen to that. I wish I could tell you the num- episode number. It but,
1: wasn't last October, but the previous October, I believe, is when we... Yeah, it was yeah. the one yeah.
0: we chose to coincide with October and... Creepy... Creepy... Creepy...
1: October, and, Halloween sort yeah. of thing.
0: Um, so I definitely see... This as coming out of the Del Toro who had just made Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. Big time. And I don't... Now I'm curious to see what the the first one is yeah. like. And how that kind of fits into his evolution. The first Del Toro movie I ever saw was his first film, I think, was Kronos. Mm-hmm. Many years ago. I've only seen it one time. I've it's also it. the other film he did with Ron Perlman. Yeah. Ron Perlman's the... I
1: forgot he was in that.
0: Yeah. So he's in that. Mm. And that's almost... My entire experience with Ron Perlman. Yeah. So he plays Hellboy Pretty in this. <laughs> He's in Chronos And for many years, he was on the TV show Beauty and the Beast, which I never watched. He was oh, the Beast. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know with that. With Linda Hamilton, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I remember the... I just remember
0: the interstitials and the commercials and the ads. And it was just a thing I never paid any attention to. Mm. But I was aware that he was in yeah. it and it existed. So that's... I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's <is> my long-winded... <laughs> explanation of where I'm slotting into this conversation. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, and I feel like this was, this is like my ongoing effort to, to show you that there, I mean, like, I mean, obviously we're experiencing a lot of like superhero movie fatigue, but like this one, I I think came before like that hit in earnest. And I think that there were some like really quality, interesting, you know, films Mm-hmm. Being made with superheroes as their or whatever Hellboy is, I don't know if he's a superhero. A comic,
0: it's a comic, book comic adaptation. hero, it's, Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, that there were some interesting stuff being made before Disney got a hold of it and made it into this like formulaic, you know, thing that they do with like computer action scenes and all the all the stuff we don't care about, you know. So,
0: <laughs> well for whatever reason I've never really been int- I know we've talked about this on the show yeah. before I've never been interested in the superhero movies the Marvel Universe the, you know I've seen a couple of them I've liked a couple of them yeah. but basically yeah I have the fatigue and I really don't care well you know? and
1: and like one issue and maybe this is another issue with why I chose to do the second one I actually don't think that the first Hellboy is a true, like, origin story, but I get so tired of origin stories, like, can we have a story that actually is just about something and not about how someone got super, you know, can we have that, you know, no. No,
0: you apparently always have to start at the beginning. Yeah. But another thing that this brings up to mind is, I saw The Dark Knight, and was totally fine, and enjoyed The Dark Knight, I like The Dark Knight, and... I've never been inter- I never cared about Batman Begins. Like I don't care. Like that's even a stupid title. Yeah. Sorry, anybody out there who likes that. I but. don't
1: know. So my thing with Batman is, is they keep doing it. Like they keep doing. It's the same thing with Spider Man. They keep doing it. So if you, you know? don't
0: like origin stories, you yeah. don't need to see the same origin yeah. story in variations well, plus, rebooted. Like,
1: Tim Burton's six Batman times. was fine. We didn't need any more after that. Really, we did not need any other Batman's after that. But maybe that's, that's a story is... for
0: another episode. Maybe, but I'm not going to choose a Batman yeah. movie probably. So <laughs> maybe we have to hash it out here. So I guess we should just. Can you tell us a little bit about the character Hellboy and what what's even going on with this world and this character, yeah. this comic book, what, this world?
1: So Hellboy is a demon.
0: Of course, he is. <laughs> He's a
1: demon. Um, he was discovered during World War Two, uh, by some Americans that came across some sort of Nazi, you know,
0: it's always Nazis, isn't well, it?
1: Well, cause they had that a whole like obsession with the occult, cr- occult and cryptology and all of that stuff. So this is like a, f- a fake world where
0: I guess they did. My knowledge yeah. of that is from Raiders of the Lost Ark.
1: So they find a baby demon and they give it to like their scientist to take care of so he raises this demon as his child
0: is that the john hurt character we see in this yeah movie? yeah is he in the first he's film? more
1: he yeah I, I think that you know in this he movie, doesn't make it <laughs> out okay, of the first but movie. we open with a yeah.
0: prologue in this film yeah. with uh hellboy as a boy and uh his adopted father the yeah. John Hurt character telling him the story that sets up the golden army. Yeah.
1: So so I mean like the thing about hellboy is that I mean well obviously cuz this is set in the modern day so he like has an extraordinarily long lifespan. He looks like he's in his 30s maybe, early 20 or mid 20s, something like that. Um but you know, it's been, you know, 60 years since they found him as a child. So he's he's got a demon he's lifespan. And
0: he has horns, but he's yeah. an appropriately aged character for Selma Blair. Yes. By all looks and appearances. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not by all yeah. looks. Yeah.
1: And so he, I mean, like, if he doesn't do anything about it, he has these giant horns that grow out of his head. So he spend some up- amount of time every day grinding them down so that they're just sort of nubs on the top of his head. It
0: took me a second viewing to catch the scene where he was going to grind yeah. them down because I was like, what happened to his horns? <laughs> I guess I need to go back and see in the first movie how he lost his horns. Yeah. Oh, my God, what a tragedy. He doesn't
1: lose them. No, I know, he but keeps I them know. that way because they're really big.
0: Yeah.
1: I just, I love that. that I love his character design, mostly because it reminds me of tim curry's like evil character from legend if you've ever seen that movie no
0: i've never seen well no i think i have i have never seen i was like no 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 no, no, no. we'll do
1: legend next i've seen legend
0: but we could do it again because i saw it in the 80s when it came out and i've never gone back but i think i saw it in the movie theater
1: so I, I grew up, like, unicorn-obsessed girl. I can girl. picture the character you're talking so about. So I saw Legend, like, 800 million And times. actually,
0: we should just choose a Tim Curry movie to do on this podcast regardless. Yeah, probably.
1: We <laughs> should always do a Tim Curry movie. Um,
0: Every season we'll do a Tim Curry movie.
1: <laughs> but, uh, you know, Hellboy has this kind of laid-back kind of... He likes to drink... He drinks beer all the time. Tecate. Yeah. He he has... He wants to be out in the world, but he's not allowed to be out in the world because he's a demon. So he has this whole, like, like, government agency that exists in order to handle him and keep him a secret, and he just keeps... Not being a secret, he keeps. So he's
0: he's gainfully employed by the yeah. Bureau of Paranormal Research and Defense, the BPRD, yes. as yes. they keep calling it. We love acronyms.
1: <laughs> Which is said in that um, Frank Lloyd Wright house uh, that is featured in all of the.
0: Why didn't you tell me that? I didn't notice.
1: Well, you're supposed to it's point in, out Frank it's Lloyd in so Wright houses. So many. It's in so many. Is it the
0: one in L.A. that's in Blade Runner?
1: Yeah, it's that one. Okay. It's it's in it's in so many. It's in Buffy. It's the house that Angel lives in. Okay. It's the same.
0: I remember yeah. we were when we were in L.A. We were trying to look down from somewhere
1: from up on the Griffith Observatory from the Griffith Observatory, Observatory to see yeah. <laughs>
0: if we could catch. A, the facade yeah because you get, really can't you can't
1: see it from the street because it's got a big wall so i was trying to see if we could see it from above and you can yeah. sort of see it but you know
0: we saw at least where we thought it was yeah.
1: based on the google map that i had in my hand you head. can see it better in movies <laughs> so this story focuses not so much on hellboy because the characters at this point are pretty established they've got hellboy, one movie uh, Samuel Blair's, Blair's character, which I can't remember. Liz. Liz. His girlfriend. Um, who is, she can control fire. Well, sort She's of,
0: pyrokinetic.
1: Yeah, she can sort of control. And actually the first movie spends a lot of time talking about how she gains control of her power. Because before it's just like out of control. But In this
0: movie, I gathered that she ignites when she's really angry. Yeah. But that she also can control bring it. herself to that. Yeah. And control it.
1: Yeah. But the first one is she has this issue where she can't control it. So that's part she's of a fire this. starter. Like yeah, Drew Barrymore. A, exactly. In the Stephen King. <laughs> and then Abe, um, who is like a fish man.
0: He is a fish man. And uh, or as uh, as I read today, he's an ichthyosapien empath.
1: OK, that's right. Because he can sort of get people. So
0: Ichthyos- ichthyosapien literally means fish man. Yeah. But, he can
1: feel things with his hands. Like, yeah. he that's how he discovers that Liz is pregnant by so, putting his hand near her.
0: I think that if you put any stock in stuff like the auteur theory, yeah, that you could look at a movie like this and detect, like, the DNA traces of, like, Del Toro or something yeah. from, and I want to say w- one thing is the physicality of, um, I guess it's Doug Jones plays Abe. Mm, yeah. Del Toro has a thing with hands. Yeah. And um, there's something about the design of Abe that reminds me, and a number of characters in this film yeah. remind me of that horrible creature in Pan's Labyrinth yeah. with the hands and th- with the yeah. eyes. Yeah. So Abe, one of the wonderful things that Doug Jones, the actor, does is he's always kind of, his hands are always like kind of swishing around yeah. and, <laughs> and reaching and... And gesturing up by his face and around his arms, and and it just reminds me of it's it's just a Del Toro thing, I think. Yeah, well, but it's very it also fishy would too. be
1: how you would move around in the water too, as a fishman. You know, you would use your hands a lot. You know, but he
0: holds <laughs> up his hands in that yeah. kind of. <laughs> Daisy sunflower kind of yeah. way that reminds me of the hands with the eyeballs yeah. in them from the, that horrible Pan's Labyrinth creature, which is amazing and wonderful. Yes, and the stuff of nightmares. <laughs>
1: um, and then the the character that gets added is they they recruit a new leader for the B R R D B P R D B P R R Bureau of
0: Paranormal Research and <laughs> Defense.
1: Defense. God,
0: why can't you get that down? <laughs>
1: um who is um like kraus yeah kraus which is like a he's like a gas
0: he's an ectoplasmic he's a gas, gas in a metal suit
1: yes that's right and he has a funny german accent done by probably the only thing i like seth farland mcfarland for um i do not enjoy and he only does the voice his. in
0: this movie because it was somebody else in the some other German-type ac- ac- accent and by somebody else in the first movie.
1: There was He didn't exist in the first movie. Oh, he didn't exist in the first movie. No, he wasn't oh. in the f- he's this. They brought him in for this one. Okay, so, I misread yeah. something. I yeah. thought he had
0: appeared before with somebody else doing the
1: voice. Maybe he does, but um, I don't know. But the, I guess the big, like, fantastical journey that they all go on this time is that <laughs> there are elves... Um with this, like, big backstory, like, sort of Lord of the Rings-esque backstory about how there's a covenant between the elves and men about, um and and there was a big war, and the king of the elves had a golden army forged in order to help him win the war. It's very Lord of the Rings. Um.
0: <laughs> this is right after the yeah. return of the king. I mean, it's, yeah. still, like, within a few years of the return of the king. And ending.
1: so when the golden army defeats the the men and the, the goblins or whatever um there's a crown that controls the golden army and the king of the elves breaks that into three and gives a piece to or he keeps it he keeps two pieces the
0: elves keep two pieces and give the other piece to mankind and it's supposed to serve as a truce yeah. where nobody can control this yeah golden army
1: but the son of the elf king is not having it so he you know however many thousands of years later is trying to gather all the pieces of the crown so that he can like
0: control the golden army
1: and 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 i mean and like to be fair it's like he's upset because man is like ruining the earth which is true <laughs> true he has a point
0: <laughs> that mankind is not doing the best with We're their, not uh, very
1: good custodians of the earth um so uh, he comes and um, has these terrifying, like tooth fairies that like eat people. Um, all of his attempt to uh, to to gather the pieces of the. How golden did I re-
0: describe that? I wrote down. So there's a, I guess one of the first horrifying things in the movie is that scene in the auction house yeah. in the beginning, where he first appears in contemporary times. No. Is the they op- He comes into. An auction for an ancient fertility goddess or something like yeah. that, and releases. It's uh, like a
1: giant Venus of Wollendorf or something.
0: Yeah. Well, he releases uh, these tooth fairy creatures, and I wrote down flying chittering madness, <laughs> creepy skittering infested. <laughs> I could make a. Poem Those were some
1: it. of the creepier, especially if so you're insectivorous. They're little
0: chittering, and kind of cute. Like
1: yeah so when
0: they're not buzzing around there's 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 a point where they capture one of them yeah, it's just a weird little cute winged thing with a big oversized like white head yeah and I think one of the first person who gets attacked is like, oh cute and then it like goes up and like
1: yeah
0: basically eats them apart it feeds on
1: calcium calcium bones and bones,
0: teeth. the teeth yeah and then the rest of the tissue and all that so yeah. people get pulped yeah. pretty much. So you it's see, clothes gross. and grossness. Yes, and <laughs> sticky um, floor. <laughs> sticky floor, and so the first attack is in this auction house, and that's yes. what uh, the B, what is it, BPRD, and Hellboy yeah. are called in to investigate in the beginning, and and it does end up leading them to another place where they get attacked by more. From the walls, remember yeah. the scene where they're in that building, and the—I guess it's in the auction house. It's in the auction in house. In the walls of the auction house, there's just millions of these things that come pouring out of the walls, like just <laughs> chewing up everything.
1: But, and Liz—it's um, some crazy, Liz scary burns stuff. Them. That's what she does to stop them. She burns them. That's
0: right and Hellboy gets caught in the backdraft and goes well, blown, out, blown posi- out the window he
1: positions himself to be blown out the window so yeah. that he can be seen because that's his his shtick is that so he his
0: it. whole shtick is Jeffrey Tambor plays the head of their of B, the BPRD yeah. are we going to get it right ever? no,
1: it's fine okay of it is the uni- the- let's call it the government agency and then we don't have to do that <laughs> and his whole thing is
0: like you know we need you to do your thing but you have to like do it in secret and keep a low profile and never draw attention to yourself and that's it you cannot yeah. be seen by humankind you cannot be out there and he's all like i want to be out there i want to be you know he wants to be yeah. known and seen and be a player
1: well, and I think that that, like, that whole storyline sort of gets lost. I feel like maybe they cut a part where, where there's people reacting negatively to his, his interactions. I think we ended up with only two scenes where people see him and feel like he's terrible.
0: Yeah, the one, the the big, so they're kind of excited when he first gets blown yeah. out of the window and and drops on the street. And, you know, the crowd outside and the media kind of, immediately are there and then there's there's a little montage of i think tv clips and stuff that's like right, that. that's right yeah but there's the backlash is later on where that's the amazing i mean at some point we just have to talk about the amazing yeah. creatures in this movie yeah the creatures are amazing. but there's uh prince nuata the prince of the elves like drops a little green pellet Mm. down into the sewers and when it catches water it grows into this monstrous like forest creature it's like a
1: forest god or something like that it's beautiful at first i thought it
0: was going to be like a giant squid all these things always have giant squids right watchmen (laughs) and stuff like that but it's this big giant green grasping immense thing
1: yeah
0: it's amazing it's to behold yeah but it's uh he's like he's got a baby in hand the whole time they yeah. rescue you out of a car so <laughs> all of the fight and the survival and the battling and and killing that thing which is kind of a tra- suggested it's a tragedy because it's the last of its kind yeah well it all ends in green splatter and a little bit of you know
1: well, and it, you know, because it's a forest god, like, all this greener, greenery yeah. grows up out of the remains. But of, that
0: that's the point where all the bystanders are like, oh my, god, what did you do to the baby? And yeah. you're terrible. And, you know, you uh, and that, that's when they, yeah. they turn on him. They, yeah. But that's the only major scene where... Well,
1: I mean, because the rest of the movie is, like, he's deciding to sort of withdraw and, like, focus on his family, um, which is Liz. And as he learns later, his coming children um so i mean at that i don't i feel like that was an idea that didn't get fully developed in the in the quest to you know finish the golden army story that sort of was like a side thing and i'm okay with that it the the rest of the story is interesting enough on its own yeah um boy there's great scenes where they're in the is it the goblin market or the yeah the
0: goblin market's amazing
1: yeah there's just so many different creatures. I mean, and it's funny because like this is all very familiar to me because I grew up on this sort of like puppety, like so. It's 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 reading Labyrinth to me. It's thought, reading Dark Crystal to me. I thought Dark
0: Crystal and Fraggle Rock and Fraggle
1: Rock, which are all things that I grew up watching. So and like,
0: Legend yeah. and uh, Labyrinth, Labyrinth, and all
1: yeah. of that stuff. <laughs> so so yeah, all all of that but it's it's interesting they have all these like devices they use to sort of like see the supernatural world so they have like they
0: have this visor steampunk
1: looking visor with these
0: with um like lenses that flip down or whatever that uh allow you to see the true nature of things yeah so you look at an ordinary old cat lady homeless cat lady who's like this awful like
1: gross troll troll. creature yeah that eats she's eating the cats you can only see yeah Yeah, she eats cats (laughs) she's not just a lady a
0: bag lady with a shopping cart
1: yeah
0: (laughs) um so there's yeah it gadgets creatures like the creatures alone like i'm just in awe and i don't know i know i mean i think i understand that guillermo del toro sketches and creates a lot of the the Mm. things that the design of the stuff in his movies. And I don't know if he did have, I didn't do enough research to see how much of a personal hand he had in the creature designs, but it's just like truly staggering. I think it's pretty
1: clear to me that some of them seem very obvious.
0: I think that if you look at the kinds of things he's drawn to that I, that I, I'm mostly going to go with this and Pan's Labyrinth because those are the two ones I know the best. Um, and there's a similarity to some of the yeah, designs, there is. but there's often he has this kind of thing for blindness and mm-hmm. like squinting things or things that just don't have eyes, yeah. and then the like long graspy arms and hands, um, kind of a gray squishy factor. Yeah, there's kind of a uh, and. I think it's scary to have that kind of featureless look. You know, the yeah. faces that don't really have any features that kind of are missing the eyes or the soul yeah. or something like or that.
1: Or, like, they're, they're like, comic, comically big, but then, like, they'll have... It'll be a big head, but it will have, like, small lips or something like that. Yeah. You know? It's interesting.
0: So, um... <laughs> Another thing I kept when I was watching, I, I kept scribbling down the interesting character, the creatures, mm. and and I didn't know what they were called, yeah. so I would just write down like these quick shorthand things. So my notes are filled of stuff like Play-Doh mudheads,
1: Play-Doh mudheads, uh,
0: the tooth fairies, the flying chittery madness, the um, the tumor baby.
1: Oh yeah, the tumor baby <laughs> in the in the Goblin Market. <laughs>
0: The two-headed Gumby rabbit thing. Okay. It's got two heads, and it's kind of they're kind of swishy, like fork-like little yeah. things on top, and kind of Gumby-like. Yeah. Right. Or
1: the 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 troll guy with the cart.
0: Yeah, the troll, the guy at the end. Yeah. When they the, when they get to Ireland, they have to Northern trade. Ireland, she has
1: to trade something for. He
0: wants the piece of the spear that's that's, that's in uh, Hellboy's. mortally wounded. Just about uh, yeah. Hellboy
1: so i that's my favorite thing in the whole movie
0: what is
1: (laughs) um when they go to the place where the golden army is and like the guy makes the door appear and the door is like a stone man that's like laying down in the giant's causeway in ireland and like the way it's animated like he sits up uh-huh. Like and kind of looks like, around. But and, like the way it's laid out like it looks like just a random scattering of stones, but then when it boulders. moves it, it it's clear that it, it it was a like a partially buried Yeah, and it kind of rips statue. itself out
0: of the ground slowly. It's amazing. Slowly. Yeah.
1: It's that's my favorite so thing. I'm <laughs>
0: just amazed that this is 2008 and those effects are as good as they are. Yeah, they're I pretty mean, good. There were a lot of things like that that just kind of filled me with awe. Mm-hmm. I mean that that you actually are like this is an amazing world that I'm in.
1: Well, you know, I have to say that especially when you're working with with computer animation, like not everyone gets it about how it can be used. But even if you don't have like the top of the line, best quality computer animation, if your overall lighting is such that it sort of disguises that, and you know, so there's not as much of a contrast between the 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 not real stuff and the real stuff, then it's not as obvious that it's computer animated. And like when you make it feel more re- real, then then people care about it more. It doesn't feel like I you think
0: know. Also, and this is a thing of the times, and it's also Guillermo del Toro. But there's a lot of stuff that isn't animated that is yeah. creature design with you know makeup and and giant rubber. Th- you know what I mean? Like yeah. they've actually fabricated things. Yeah. I think there's a lot of that kind of thing going on, and some of the things that would now be done as computer animation weren't so for instance an example in my reading that i learned about is the that kind of creature helper of prince nuata the mm. that big gorilla type thing yeah. mr wink yeah whatever
1: so is he like a, a bull or something like that
0: what is he i don't know what he is supposed yeah. to be yeah I, I keep coming to the word troll, but I don't think he's a troll. He's like... So, I
1: thought he had something animal about him. But his. he
0: looks to... I mean, like, my brain says he looks kind of like a gorilla with tusks or something like that. Uh, do you know what I'm talking uh, about? Okay,
1: maybe he's like a walrus. I'm seeing some sort of animal But he's kind
0: of furry, too. He's
1: like a... Yeah, maybe yeah, a he's walrus or like, something. But
0: hulking, yeah. like a yeah. giant gorilla-sized thing. But he's got... Like, one of his hands is that mechanical...
1: That's right. ...hand yeah. that he
0: uses as, as a weapon... And so he can, like, fling his hand and, like, it extends on a... So, like, a, mm. like a ball and chain kind of thing or whatever. It, it rolls out on a chain and, like, whacks people. Yeah. <laughs> it kills them or knocks them. <laughs> so they actually constructed that device. Oh,
1: interesting. Out of, and, you know, it's
0: made out of rubber or something like that. Yeah. But they wanted... They, it was something that actually, like, shot and retracted. And it was not a computer animated effect. And that probably is a guy in a big suit. Yeah. Mo- mostly, you know, probably with yeah. embellishment yeah so stuff like that goes a long way
1: well and I think that there has I mean like unless you've got a bazillion dollars to spend on computer animation like doing a combination of the two is smart and I think it looks better I mean like because even the best computer animation I to me just doesn't look look the same as someone moving around you know
0: it's that thing where it doesn't feel like it has a soul like yeah. it doesn't have the breath of life in it yeah. or something <laughs> I, like there's something missing yeah it's something in the way it moves or some some kind of sheen to it that's too clean it there's messy practical effects from a couple decades ago sometimes look better
1: yeah i agree you know and there there's that like real sense of like peril you but know yeah, I like think if you've got people you know taking risks and...
0: <laughs> but on the other hand, they didn't bury a giant uh, stone no, giant. No, no. Like, you can do that, an amazing you know? effect.
1: So, I mean, like, I guess any technology, there's good points or bad points to it. But, um, yeah. So,
0: there's uh, all kinds of little friendship and relationship kinds of plots and interpersonal interdynamics in the yeah. team that I thought were kind of fun.
1: Yeah. And
0: I think the the one probably a lot of people have the most fun with is Abe and his mm. crush on Princess Nuala. Yeah. The elf princess who's like the twin. She's at, the twin of, of Nuata. Yeah. And um and there's even some suggestions of incest and this kind of weird close connection. Like, yeah,
1: well there like it turns feel, out that they're Bound in,
0: they're bound to the extent that they know what the other one knows, yeah, and they feel what the other one feels. Yeah. So there's that close, empathic sort of thing, yeah, sort of. Really- but anyway, <laughs> Abe the Fishman, like, falls love at first sight, yeah, for her, and he, I maybe my favorite character, yeah, or, he's or, awesome. Yeah. I just found him so silly and delightful. And brave, yeah. And so he ha- He is. He is a hero, but the kind of hero that doesn't know he's a hero, yeah. And he's definitely like a vital part of the team, but he also has. He's you know,
1: the, he's the willow. He's he's willow. He's willow. It yeah. Is.
0: And at first, early on, I was kind of like, oh, he's like the C three PO character who yeah. kind of like is a little out of touch, and no, but he's he's so got. They gave him so much more to do and feel yeah. than Hellboy has, yeah. frankly. I don't think he has as much change or development going on as as say Abe or yeah. even Selma Blair's character Liz. Yeah. But anyway, what do we get? We get uh Abe likes Tennyson poems, you know, with, and he shares that, I mean, she shares, they share that with in common, him and the princess. And there's this wonderful scene where he and Hellboy get drunk listening to that Barry Manilow song. Oh, (laughs) yeah.
1: He's secretly
0: listening to, um, what is the name of the song? Can't Smile Without You?
1: Can't
0: Smile. Yeah. And... You can hear it in the hallway and Hellboy walks in. He immediately switches it to Vivaldi or something like that. He's yeah. completely embarrassed. <laughs> and during the course of their conversation, you know, he's like, oh, I think she's really special. And it's like a high school scene yeah. like where he's like he's feeling this <laughs> for the first time. And like, Katasheri, like, I, I kind of like her. Like, I mean, it's like yeah. that kind of a feeling to it. And and they start drinking beer and uh, they they listen and sing along Hellboy yeah. and Abe the Fishman to the Barry Manilow song. Can't smile without you. Yeah. And it's a great scene. Yeah. <laughs> and this connection he feels to the princess, like, motivates him and her. Yeah. And makes a lot of the other things happen, I yeah. think.
1: Yeah, that's Abe returning the part of the crown that he has. To save her life. To save her life, you know, is what sort of it's sets kind up of the sabotage final. at yeah. first glance. He's yeah. giving
0: them exactly what... He needs to yeah. create to control the golden army,
1: but it it sets up the final, you know, show. You know, um, showdown is fine. showdown at the end. You know, um, one thing that I wish that you know this is originally intended to be a trilogy, and it the third one just never got made um, for various reasons. I think involving companies closing and. Del Toro's the, always working not, on something not else. Not making enough money and all of this sort of thing. But Ron Perlman, this has always been his favorite mm. character to do ever. You know, so um, he's always talking about how he'd like to have a third one. But I think it's like functionally dead at this point that there would well, ever be one. Well, it's dead and now one. they've
0: done the reboot with uh, David Barber. Which apparently
1: was not great, you know. I think
0: so. it's at 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, wow.
1: That's pretty bad. Yeah.
0: <laughs> It suppose. I mean, I can't say what what I heard is it didn't have the yeah that juice. That well,
1: I mean, so I mean, like Guillermo del Toro was a big fan of the comics. He wanted to make it. It was a passion project, and this, and then he took that passion and 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 made it his own in the second one. So, I mean, like it's that's clear that that there's a lot of care and crafting in the you know.
0: So, a movie like this points out to me the extent to which I'm a snob.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And,
0: like, would just see the title of a movie like this. Yeah. And just, and maybe even the trailer. I'm sure I saw the trailer at least for the first movie. And just be like, that doesn't interest me. I don't care. It's just one of those movies. Yeah. But, like, I was astounded by what a good movie this was and how much I enjoyed it. Like, I just didn't know. And so, for me it does make me wonder about all the other blind spots I have for things I didn't think I should give a second look at, but that actually I would really love and find to be a good film.
1: Yeah. I, I always, for me, you know, I liked the first Hellboy, but this one would have been more up my alley because I really have always been interested in like mythology, religious iconography, and you know, If you can mix that with comedy, then, you know, so there's this whole, I mean, like Hellboy himself has this whole mythos, which they keep bringing up, like there's all these prophecies involving Hellboy about bringing the end of the world and, you know, stuff like that. And they mention that a little bit throughout the movie, like when Liz asks to save Hellboy, you know, the woman who saves him says, you know, you realize that, you know, he's going to bring about the end of everything, you know, would you still choose him? And she does, you know, so... Um, so there's these, all these like sort of hints at the like bigger mythology, which like, even if the third movie is never made and it probably will never be made like that, hopefully will send people back to the source material. And I think I intended to read it at some point. I was going to be like, it didn't
0: send you to the source material. Well,
1: you know, it's, I was reading other things at the time. There's just too many things to catch (laughs) up with all the time. You can't do it all, you know, and I mean, like Signing up for a comic book series is, like, a major investment because some of these run, like, years and years and years and years. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's it's a major investment in time, but also in money because, like... Well,
0: I will say, (laughs) now that you've been dipping your feet into the public libraries, things like Hoopla and Libby and stuff like that, they have a lot of this stuff for free that you can just download to... You can look at, read it on my iPad or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you can get the stuff that I did pay for it a lot yeah. it now.
1: Well, it's, I've been, since I did that, I'm like willy nilly like, oh, I can put a hold on this. I like exceeded my holds and then I had to go back then and delete. Then you
0: have delete, to go back and change Delete
1: it. my holds that I'm like, well, I'm not really going to read that. I'm not going to wait eight weeks Well, I to have
0: like half yeah. a dozen holds on or whatever. <laughs> and then as they start coming in, it's like, well, I'm not in the mood for that anymore. Yeah. So I just release it again. Yeah.
1: So yeah, that's, uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully I'll get to it one day because like there are, I mean like that sort of dark style comic is like, I read a red Buffy. I read all of the fables stuff, which is well, not all of it because it's still going, but um, I think, um, but I, I enjoy that sort of like the, this sort of steeped in like years and years of like human, you know, so, so like, you know, Stuff about demons and angels and you like the stuff
0: that has some kind of a mythology base or something, fable and folklore, folklore. mythology.
1: I'm really into that, so so you know, maybe I'll work to it, work back to it at some point, you know. But, um,
0: well, it's cool that you chose this at this time because, because of my younger daughter, my mm -hmm. 15 year old, who suddenly got super into manga and anime, we've all been kind of reading more like we've all been kind of playing around a little bit reading some manga and I know this is not the same kind of yeah. thing but I don't know I've I've been more interested in catching up with graphic novels and manga yeah. and comics and stuff like that just because of the enthusiasm of my kid and I can well, relate to it's her about interesting.
1: that interesting like you know because because like you know as a if you're an outsider or not familiar with everything that manga has to offer or anime has to offer then it looks like it's all the same, but actually there's like a wide variety of different types in there. So there's like stuff that features, you know, highly futuristic technical stuff, and then there's like post-apocalyptic stuff, and then there's lots of like mythology and demons, you know, so there's lots of And then
0: there's high school romance. Yeah, high school there's all sorts
1: of thing. I mean it's it's as varied and interesting as volleyball. As yeah <laughs> as as anything really so i i don't know i mean like for me the ones that i would read would still be i mean like i love i've always loved sailor moon since the very first time i saw it on cartoon network does that hit some of the same nerves and it has a lot of this like mythology and Prophecy and yeah, well, essentially, yeah, like really still don't know much and, about it, and actually, sort of like some Battlestar Galactica, like all this has happened before and it'll happen again, sort of thing. So, I mean, that's why Battlestar Galactica is so cool because it has yeah. that whole like prophecy thing going on yeah, amongst the Prophecies the, are always good, yeah. It's, I'm always into that, so I always want to find out what happens or if it's true or you know, um, god, I should watch Battlestar Galactica again, so.
0: Okay, I'm going to completely take a right turn here and say that another level on which I appreciated this movie was I loved getting to see Selma Blair in Mm. a movie after having recently seen the premiere of the documentary about her struggle with MS, introducing Selma Blair, which we reviewed a few episodes ago when we covered South by Southwest. But this was before the onset of most of that. I yeah, don't know it's if the it last
1: was... movie I remember seeing her in. And I just
0: really loved seeing yeah. her strong and really... I thought she was great. Yeah. I thought she gave a good emotional performance in yeah. in a in, for a character that had some of that on the page but that she also brought a considerable amount of the gravity to it, I think, just in her interpretation well, of it.
1: I feel like you would enjoy the first one because it does delve a little bit more into her backstory and and where she's coming from and the struggles that she's dealing with. So in that aspect, maybe I sold you a short, you know, for not, you know, as a Selma Blair vehicle. I think it
0: was a good move to go with the best one. And yeah. which piques my interest enough to have me go back and see the other one. Yeah. Because if I had seen the first one and been kind of like, eh, it's good, but, yeah. you know, then I might not have cared to go forward. Yeah. If, so, I don't know. I think you, I, I think you made the right choice. <laughs> I think you know me well enough. Yeah.
1: Well, it's, I think you're right that Hellboy, as a character, is, like, the kind of character that we've seen, like, a hundred times. You know, he's the... Like
0: I like him, rough
1: and tumble playboy kind of. I think Ron Perlman is
0: great. I love the character design. I, I I mean, he just this popped in my head just now. He reminds me of the Thing from the Fantastic Four, just the kind of the big Mm -hmm. hulking Mm -hmm. cigar chomping, ironic, wise cracking kind of character. You don't know the Fantastic, not the not the movie. I've never seen the movie. I'm talking about the comic book that I used to read.
1: I'm not familiar with it at all. Right. Jessica Alba was in it, right? I don't know.
0: I don't care or know <laughs> yeah. anything about the movies. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about the movies. I think there was a one and then I think there was a reboot with different people or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. I'm just talking about the character the thing. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. I'm not
1: I'm not even familiar with that. All right. So, I can't. <laughs>
0: so, yes, we have all of these superhero movies where you have the Wise cracking, cigar chomping, ironic well, the, kind of well, character. Well, but the
1: irony is that he's he's a demon. He's an actual demon who like just likes to hang out and yeah. He's and drink a demon
0: beer. who likes to, who's kind of lazy. Likes, likes to cats. drink beer. Likes big guns. Yeah. Like.
1: That's his thing.
0: He's a little bit of a redneck, kind of, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because yeah. <laughs> he is literally red. Yeah. And even his, uh, Liz's nickname for him is Red a lot yeah, of the time. Yeah, right. And he calls the Abe Blue sometimes. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: Well, and, like, it's interesting that that's the personality he ended up with because, like, his, you know,
0: well, John Hurt's
1: character is not that, you know, he's a just kind of a supernatural scientist is what he does I think the know.
0: prologue of this movie that gives yeah. some a shorthand origin story yeah. says that he loves TV yeah and I think so he's that really you're, the you're supposed to get yeah yeah you're supposed to get that a lot of who he is is from pop culture yeah and yeah I think that probably explains <laughs> the cigars and the booze yeah. and the and girls or whatever it is yeah you know, he's kind of a an exaggerated man bro
1: yeah. Um. But I mean because they focus so much and I'm glad they did on on all the mythology, like we miss out on a lot of those, you know, more information about the characters, but also cuz you didn't see the first movie, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I don't know if it's just the characters at the heart of a movie like this aren't necessarily the ones that experience the most change or character development, but he's fairly, there's not a lot. I don't think he's, like, there's not a lot of internal struggle for this character. (laughs) I know that's not what we're coming to this movie for. It's like, I really need to see the journey that Hellboy goes on. But they do kind of give it to some of the side characters, like Abe with what he goes through. Yeah, <laughs> with his like his crush. attachment and his crush, and which all, almost makes him sabotage everything. Yeah, you know? well, he does, but it comes out okay. And Liz, who has got this entire struggle, they're not doing well as a couple. Yeah. her and Hellboy, he thinks it's just because he's a slob, and she knows that she's pregnant and doesn't know
1: if he's how, mature enough to be yeah. a father. Yeah.
0: And, or if she needs to leave and just cut her losses now. Yeah. So that's all going on in her mind. But there's not a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to lose Liz. I don't think he really knows that he's What's in any danger. Yeah. Of, like, she, you get the sense that they kind of bicker all the time. So I don't know if yeah, he really thinks their, that Yeah, that's kind of their thing. I don't know is that, that he realizes a... there's as much at stake as there is and how yeah. serious she is about maybe leaving... Yeah. Or not wanting to deal anymore.
1: Yeah. Anyway. I don't think it
0: ultimately hurts the movie, really. I don't think that's what the movie is about. I I still think Ron Perlman is great with what he's given to do. And Hellboy is a fun character mm -hmm. who makes a good lead. He's a good offbeat antihero or whatever.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it they kind of let the let the characters just have fun instead of like focusing so much on the on the seriousness of everything, you know, which is actually kind of nice, you know, considering how superhero movies are now where everybody's like well, again, the Dark Down in Knight the dubs series. about something. You right, know? the Dark Knight
0: series, which is so serious yeah. and so gloomy and yeah. so, like, it's the end of the world and, and all that.
1: Well, it's not, I mean, like, you can't have a. I mean, and I especially now that, like, I don't know, but, like, it seems like every other character has to have some sort of secret pain that they have to dwell on all the time, you know, so people can. I don't know. Hellboy <laughs> just
0: kind of wants to be liked. Yeah, yeah. And I guess he sort of, he matures somewhat. I yeah. mean, he has moments. Yeah. Towards the end. There, like, there is a key moment. I can't remember if it's the point where he's, like, mortally wounded with that yeah. piece of a spear in him that they can't get out without killing him. Like, yeah. they can't remove it from his heart. Um they have to seek the angel of death or whatever. Down yeah. the. That
1: was a cool creature. That was a
0: neat creature. Very del Toro.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, But it's a moment with him and Liz, her cradling him, I think, and her, she says, you're the best man I've ever known or something like that. And he says, man, and he has a tear yeah. coming down. And it's like, <laughs> all he wants to be is, a, is, a, is a human. Yeah. And so that actually means something to him. Like he thinks of him because there's there is a theme in this movie about this, these supernatural mm-hmm. beings, like Krauss and Abe and Hellboy, being the freaks, yeah. right? Kind of in the X Men sort of sense. Like these yeah. are the freaks and the muties and and stuff like that. Um, the mutants that are that humanity has to watch out for. They'll yeah. never be that. You know, they we're prejudiced against them. They're they're the odd. odd Balls, they're the threat to yeah. mankind, and so it actually means something to him when she says he's the best man, yeah. that she's ever known. <laughs> you get
1: it,
0: you get a Ron Perlman tear, that's right, going down his face.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: is that to the I, I think uh, all right? Do you have any other thoughts or, or to things to think say? If there's that anything that.
1: I mean, I did appreciate that we moved away from the... I mean, like, the first movie is, like, real heavy on Nazis, you know, so... Why does it
0: always have to be Nazis? Well,
1: you know, ask Steven Spielberg. I think it's his fault, you know. Um, <laughs> um, ever since... Well, isn't that uh, a line
0: in, in The in the Last <laughs> Crusade? Why does it yeah. always have to be Nazis yeah. or something? Snakes. Like
1: <laughs> stinks. Uh, well, he says so about, about Nazis, The first I think. movie, yeah. Um, well, I mean... The, I mean like I understand why Indiana Jones because of the time period that it set in and you know, because of the I mean like man and didn't Indiana Jones just start that whole thing with the like the mythology and the you know <laughs> I will
0: always love and cherish Raiders of the Lost Ark as like Yeah one of the things in my life. Like, yeah. I just, that came at the right well, time. Like, I was I really, probably 11 years old.
1: I really appreciated all the sort of, like, <clears throat> religious... Like, Last Crusade was, like, one of my favorite movies for, like, years. I mean, it's still, like, I will watch that any time of the day mm-hmm. or night. I love Last Crusade. But I love that all. I mean, like, I have the, like, the penitent man shall pass its... It, these live rent-free in my head. Mm-hmm. Um But I love all of that stuff. So, I mean, like... And maybe that's where all of this came from. It does remind me that we should probably see um, something that is very silly, um, but a Nick Cage movie, which I don't think you've seen, National Treasure.
0: No, I haven't seen that.
1: Okay, it's just fun. it's just ridiculous that's not
0: okay we yeah but it's like it
1: takes like all these like american symbols and ties them into like
0: conspiracies and weird yeah and there's
1: like a treasure map on the declaration of independence is freaking fantastic so you know it's and it's nick cage that sounds
0: so hokey
1: so, but it has the same sort of feel as I feel like this movie does where it's just yeah. fun and there's adventure and there's action and you care about the characters and the story is interesting and there's like great like secrets and mythology to sort of pull you in and keep you interested in prophecy and all of this stuff. So it's good stuff. <laughs> I'm always a
0: sucker for a good conspiracy theory yeah. too. I like that yeah. stuff. I think i'm quoting you i think you said that at some point on an episode you did like i a, i don't know maybe i made that up do you like a good conspiracy
1: um well to these days i'm not no not in
0: your life yes. okay. i mean in your <laughs> storytelling
1: yes in my storytelling it's fine um i'm a little concerned about how real people are making it these days so
0: let's not go they're there. not real i was trying to keep they're it They're fun, fun things
1: to imagine but let's not take it to like they're I mean, like Occam's razor people
0: <laughs> That's the truth.
1: you know, there's probably not lizard men in in the deserts of California that are ruling us all, probably,
0: <laughs> probably. yeah. All right, do you have any last <laughs> requests? No, do you have any last thoughts about uh the movie? I already asked that, and then you said something.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see it it's good
0: i don't see, i liked the, it let's and go I'll, back to the first confession one. is i liked it so much i saw it twice yeah before that's right. recording yeah. and actually the reason for that was because i'm sure out there some of you will sympathize but almost every time we try to watch a movie i get sleepy yeah or one of us gets sleepy it's usually me mm-hmm. i'm sure if you're a couple And you watch movies together. This happens to some of you out there, too. Do you have a sleepy movie going, on? I previously
1: was the sleepy person. I'm the
0: sleepy person now. And And you are now. And what happens is I never actually fell asleep when we watched this. Yeah. But there was a time of kind of being very tired and sort of fighting sleep. And I wasn't like... My eyes weren't closing at all or anything. But what I realized afterwards, a couple days afterwards, because we didn't get a chance to record right away, was that none of this movie went into my long term memory <laughs> at all. Like, none of it. Like, I couldn't even remember what the characters looked like. Yeah. I couldn't, I didn't remember Krauss. I didn't remember Abe. Like, I knew of him, but I couldn't remember what he looked like. I, I lost entire set pieces and sections of the movie. And so even though the reason for this was bad, like I blew it and fellas kind of like was too tired the first time. I really enjoyed getting to watch it awake Yeah, and really, and then it was all familiar. Like I, I remembered it when I was watching. I was like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But now I got to look at the details and I got to really take it in and appreciate lines of dialogue and particular characters and what a staggering amazing place the troll market is or some of these spaces that, that they create, that they make look so real. So yeah, two times, you have a sleepy husband. Yes. This will continue to happen. (laughs) I will probably continue to have to confess this on the show. Yeah. And that's just my lot in life.
1: Well, I mean, it's not terrible to go back and... But it
0: never means I don't like the movie.
1: Review that, especially something as, like, where they have such an immersive world, there's so many details that you can pick up by watching it a second time, you know. By
0: the way, this movie is... Free in quotation marks right now mm. if you watch it on Amazon Prime, but it has commercials. It's through IMDb TV, mm. so that's how I had to watch it the second time. I didn't want to pay for it. A second
1: oh, okay, time. yeah, didn't want we, to. We rented we, we, it. We
0: ended up renting it for three ninety nine. Um, but so it will work. I don't think they cut anything out of it, but it does have commercial breaks every fifteen or twenty minutes, which is a pain. Yeah, but if you do want to catch up with this movie, it's one way to watch it. It's funny. I just like
1: my tolerance for for ads has like completely disappeared. You know, like, yeah.
0: We're usually selecting the premium option on most I of think, the streaming like, services. Three,
1: four, three, four years ago, I was watching a lot of Hulu, and I just got so fed it up. With snapped the, at some point, and I was and just like, YouTube. "I'll pay for Hulu. I'll pay for YouTube. I don't care. I don't. Yeah. I don't want. It. You know." So I think I'm paying way too much for YouTube just to avoid ads.
0: <laughs> yep. You know. And we keep adding new services, but I still don't think we're uh, so paying anything a, close to cable TV. That's
1: well, we'll see about that. Okay.
0: <laughs> Would you like to do the tally right here on the show? <laughs> no. Shall we tally this up? I don't know how actually. the ads on may...
1: Instagram tell me there's a service that will add them up for me. I don't. Even well, you're have to scaring
0: do it. me now because I have no <laughs> idea how much you're paying for YouTube. But that's probably the most expensive. It's twenty
1: five dollars a that's month. That's the most expensive. one. But it's one. for all four of us, so. Yeah. On all our devices.
0: Netflix is um is what, seventeen ninety nine or something like that now? Hulu's
1: thirteen, so sorry. (laughs) They don't care.
0: (laughs) Because we have Hulu, we have Criterion Channel, (laughs) we have YouTube Red or Premium or whatever the hell it's called. We have Hulu plus. Yeah. We have Paramount now.
1: That's yours. That's your deal. Yeah,
0: but we've been watching the good wife on it. Yeah, that's true. So we're using that. Yeah. We're using that crap okay all right i think we. well and now
1: we have to add peacock so there's
0: no we're not i just and we
1: only subscribe to hbo when there's a show we want to watch on it and then we cancel it very tired and very
0: stressed i felt like watching an old episode of leave it to beaver and that's where you could watch it so i just signed up for the free account and watched like 15 minutes of an episode and now now i have that yeah and i got that out of my system i think Uh, okay so that's it for ashley's pick yes Hellboy 2, The Golden Army. Yes. I don't even know if I've got the title right. That's correct. has a colon in there. It's correct. No backslash. That's Um, true. It's not a URL. Um, And next time, it's my turn to choose. And then we'll probably have to record that. It doesn't matter to you all this weekend.
1: Yeah, we'll have to record it. But
0: you won't ever (laughs) hear or see of it for another two weeks or so.
1: Yeah. Or three. Yeah.
0: Lately, we're only getting about one episode out a month because life is crazy.
1: Well, we had a shift in the custody arrangements, so.
0: Yes. That's right. So anyway, as always, please tell your friends about the show. We'd love to get more listeners. We'd love to hear from you if you want to drop us an email at shutupwatchthis@gmail.com. At Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe to us and leave us a review or a star rating on apple podcasts and so others can find us some of you've written some lovely things there and given us some great reviews and that always helps so we thank you very much and we'll be back in a couple of weeks can't say exactly never know these days we'll see but we are continuing i know we're not always consistent but we'll be back with my pick in in a little while all right bye now thanks for listening